Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Book Journeys Radio. Another week and another author. Uh, what we do here every week on Book Journeys Radio is to talk to authors about their first time out. So um, what I have found in my mm, 18 years now of working with authors is the first time is always the hardest. So what we are uh, doing on this radio show is really talking to authors who got through that first time with different styles of books and finding out how they got there, how they got through some of the obstacles to getting their first book written. And we have a different kind of author today, so I'm very excited to welcome my neighbor, Sharon Clarkson. Um, Sharon's book is My Dream Book of Poems, and you can find her um, website at sclarksonbooks.com, and there's no E in that Clark, so it's C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. S is in Sam, ClarksonBooks.com, and you, um, if you want to follow along and, and look at some of the things that Sharon has done while you're listening to the show today, um, go ahead and check that out. So with that, let me welcome Sharon to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Angela, very much for having me on your show and allowing me to speak to your audience. Thank you so much. Well, tell us about My Dream Book of Poems. What What is the book and how did it come about in your life? Well, um, I named the book My Dream because it was really a dream of mine. It's been a dream of mine for the last, I'd say, 10 years to write a book. You know, I've always loved writing, and but as I tell people, I went in the opposite direction of my affection, and I did something else. And um, about a couple of years ago, I decided just to pursue my dream, what I really enjoyed uh, and wanted to do in life, and I knew I would name the, the book My Dream. It's... Um, Book of Poems, Inspirational and Heartwarming, and um, it's just been a great adventure. Uh, first time out, um, it's just um, I've just done so much, and I'm very, very uh, proud of myself. Like I said, I'm a new author, new writer. I'm a poet as well, and my dream is filled with all types of love and inspirational poems. These types of poems, they just go directly to your soul. They truly, truly touch your soul. The book has about 70 poems that I wrote in less than, I'd say, three months. I wrote these poems. And very recently, I took uh, several of the poems and I created a CD because I wanted people to hear the music and the poetry that's in my head. And so I created the CD and it, I pulled out 16 selected poems that are on CD as well. So hopefully I'll get an opportunity to play the first yeah, poem. Yeah, well, let's do it book. now. Let's give, uh, can, can we do that now? Can we give people a taste of your book? Sure, we certainly can. No matter how long um, I am moving around a little bit here, okay, and I have okay. it all set up. So, um, What's this, the name of the poem we're going to hear? This, the name of the poem is called Give Up, and it's not about giving up. It's about never giving up on your dreams and aspirations. And so I'll play it here, and it's called um, give up. And strong hope for you will we. I'm going to pause it and I'm going to try this again. Okay, it's called Give Up. 
give up. Never give up, no matter how long it takes. Never give up, or you will get that special break. Break into your dreams, and destiny with full force. Navigate your moves, and take the right course. Never give up. Go after it with drive, passion, and a strong hold. For you will reach your desire goal. Take your dream and make of it what you want. Don't wait for someone else to get in front. Motivate yourself while others will not. For you are just about to get that spot. A place in history held just for you. They'll talk about you like Oprah still trying to get a clue. Never, ever give up on you. Never give up. Never give up. Okay, so that's it. Give wow, up. so that's almost singing. I mean, that that goes beyond poetry a little bit with all that music you have there. Did you, was the music your vision as well, or how did that come into the... Picture? Well, it's interesting. That's the music that I heard in my head, and it's kind of difficult to describe it to people. So I, I, I looked and looked, and I finally found what I was hearing in my head along with the words uh, in the poem. So that's... That's how it came out. Um, but I think that's a great example of kind of the adventures of being an author. You end up doing things you never thought you would do, like trying to figure out how to set a poem to music. Probably wasn't something you thought you'd do. Not at all, but it, it was actually a lot of fun doing it. Hard work, but a lot of fun. Um, and so uh, you had, had you been a poet before? Had you written poetry before deciding to publish a book? Um, It's interesting. I've never really um, written poetry before. Like I said, I've always loved to write, and I would write, you know, short stories um, because we we all have stories to tell, and I have lots of, you know, family history and things to, to say. But my first book, it was it came as poems, meaning um, these poems came to me when I was driving to work and when I was sleeping at night. And as they came, I wrote them down. And it, it, so many came all at once. I think I had um, I mentioned to you, one of your producers that it all came in a rush, meaning one poem after the other. And I just wrote them down, and that's what happened. It, it, I knew I had to not only put them in a book but to share them with others because they're so inspirational. They um Give up is an example of not giving up on whatever you want to do in life. You know, if you want to be a doctor, surgeon, or you just want to be, um, you know, some type of scholar, whatever you want to be in life, go do it. Um, and so I, I really love that that poem. And What I love about this story, uh, one of the things that a, a lot of authors come to me with is uh, dealing with writer's block. Mm-hmm. And what I have found is when you are really writing from your most authentic and your highest place, mm-hmm. that writer's block doesn't come up. That's sort of something of, of the left brain and of 
thoughts and doubts and fears, but when you're really clear and clean about what you're doing, I think writing does come out much more quickly and much more joyfully. And I, I think it's just, you know, very clear that this was written from a very high and joyful place. And I think all, you know, all books should really be written from there. If you're like killing yourself to finish a chapter, that's not really what it's about. Right. And, um, I think the best books are written from just that clean, clear headspace where you know what you want to say and then it just flows from you. And and that's so very true. So I knew I had to pursue this. And what's so great about it is that my book has been reviewed um, by people all over the country. I've gotten so many very good positive comments back. And it's always- all right. So we have to talk about some of that because you have a couple pretty impressive things in here. I know that you had your um, you found a way, um, mm-hmm. which many people would say was impossible to get your book in the hands of Barack Obama. Can you tell us that story? Now that was that was so exciting. Um, I I my husband is a we're a military family. My husband is a, a disabled veteran, and we were invited along with other veterans to the White House for a White House tour. But we were surprised to find out while we were there. Um, that the president was in the building, and uh, we met him as well. It was, I mean, I can't tell you how excited and and happy we were. And the great thing about him is that he went around and spoke to every disabled veteran, shook their hand, spoke to their every family member. I mean, it was just a very touching. And you happen to have your book with you? No, I no, you can't bring the book in with you. You can't bring okay. anything in with you. But it wasn't me. Actually, it was my husband who said to the president as he was just speaking briefly with him that, you know, I was a writer, and he said, well, have your wife send me the book. I like to read it. And um, I sent him my book, and I especially let him know that I wrote a poem particularly for him. It's called Moment. It's in the middle of the book. And um, he read it, and he really liked it a lot. And, and on my website, you'll see the acknowledgement that I got back, not only from the president, but also from his wife as well. So it was, it Wow. Was, it was so exciting. That is pretty amazing. Um, and how about Oprah? You've also reached out to Oprah and gotten feedback on your book um, from um, O Magazine. It's from O Magazine? From O Magazine as well. I've gotten a handwritten note from O Magazine wishing me the best, saying that they, they liked what they read and wishing me the best in the future. Um, I've gotten a hand, and all this is on my website. Um, I've gotten a handwritten note as well back from Tom Joyner. He's a radio talk show host as well, and um, just telling me that he wished me the best and and and, and wishing me um, much success in the future. And, again, that's on my, my website as well, and also from, so I, from Midwest ahead. Book Review as well. Oh, wow. So I think for a lot of authors, especially at their beginning, uh, at the beginning of their journey, that sort of, um, I don't know, attention or just being able to be seen and heard like that is definitely something people dream of. How Was that something that you imagined um, before you wrote your book, that you wanted to be able to, to share it with people um, who could kind of help you get the word out about it, or um, how, how did you make that a reality for yourself? Um, I, I knew that I wanted people to hear it, and I knew I, I wanted um, it to be heard by, you know, 
all kinds of people. The great thing about my book is that you can pick it up and read it, and anybody can identify with it, from the young to the old person as well, to male and female as well. And so I knew and I had already envisioned that um, I would be speaking and sharing my poems, not just this book, but other books or poems that I'm going to write. Matter of fact, I just finished writing my second book of poems, about a 200 um, poems as well, and that's due out October, um, November time frame. So, um, yes, I always envision um, sharing this with other people because, you know, words are great and wonderful, but they shouldn't just simply stay on a piece of paper in a book. They should be shared, and I think my poems were meant to be shared um, with other people and hopefully to inspire them to do, you know, great things in life. Um, I have, now in addition to um, Give Up, which is the first poem of the book, and that's my favorite, I put that in the very front of it, um, there are several of the poems in this book that range from love poems to spiritual poems to inspirational poems. They just, when you read them, you want to get up and do something, you know, do something perhaps that you uh, have been procrastinating about not doing. Um, just doing better things in life is, is the message. And um, and I know that having the words in the book is just not good enough. It needs to be said. It needs to be shared. And that's that's my goal. And you were, um, you actually self-published this book. So that's, um, a lot of people make that decision, should I self-publish or should I go with a traditional publisher? Was that decision hard for you? And can you talk us through um, that experience of self-publishing? Um, and see, that's what was very interesting. Having never, I've never published before. I've never written a book and published it before. So I didn't know where to start. So I went to the library, the bookstore as well, and I started looking through um, the self-publishing section, and I came up with this one book I think I, I would recommend to anyone who is thinking about writing. And it's um, I call it the Red Book because it's the Red Book, and it's it's called a self-publishing manual. And it's by this guy, uh, first name is Dan, and his last name is Pointer, P-O-Y-N-T-E-R, I would recommend that book to anyone who is thinking about self-publishing their own book because this book tells you from the very beginning, from step one, how to do it. It gives you all the resources that you need. Um, it's a, a very difficult thing to do is to self-publish your own book. It's extremely difficult. It may be one of the most difficult things I've done in my life, but I'm proud that I was able to accomplish it. And this book had a lot to do with it. I mean, it tells you exactly who to talk to. It has a list of, um, if you you know, if you decide to go with the publishing company, it actually has a list of publishing companies that they've, you know, kind of filtered and would recommend. They have a list of editors because anything you write, you need someone else to look at it and review it and make corrections to it before you publish it. I mean, it just has everything from the very beginning, from suggesting topics that you could write about to promoting your own work, um, to even helping you set a price for your book. I mean, it's it's very good resource to you. So that's why. And I, how did you um, how did you like get the book designed? Did you do everything yourself, or did you hire some people along the way? Um, I did most of everything myself, except for the printing, of course, and the editing. 
Um, I was fortunate that um, as I was doing my research, I came across an excellent editor out of um, North Carolina who agreed to edit my book because I had everything written down. Um, But that's where I started. Once I had a manuscript in place and I found an editor that could review it, and he agreed to review it for a reasonable price, um, he helped me, and he didn't change any of my words, but he helped me, you know, make sure the grammar was correct and that it was easy to read and understand that the message was clear. So that's really essential to have an editor, someone to look at your writing and review it and tell you, you know, this could be said a different way. So that's what I had done is the editing part and the printing. Um, actually, I used a local printer in this area um, of Maryland, Um and this particular printer, I, these folks were so helpful. They were used to authors uh, coming in, self, self-publishing authors as well, coming in and just having their their uh, book uh, printed. And so they work with you on the design, on the cover page, on the back page, on, on the content. And um, I, like I said, I used a local printer, but this local printer specialized in printing books. So you mm-hmm. want... You want a company that specializes in in you know book printing. That's really important. So that's and would you would you share the name of that printer in case people would you recommend them? Absolutely, I would recommend them. Um, they're located in Odington, Maryland, and they're called um, G A S C H Printing Company. Gosh, G A S C H Printing Company, and they're in Odington, Maryland. And they're, I mean, they're excellent. They're outstanding. They're very helpful, and they'll get you where you want to go. And the finished product I was so proud of um, because, you know, I had a Pacific, but, you know, I went in there with a Pacific vision. I knew what color I wanted. I, I had the images. Um, I had all that uh, in mind, and they helped me put it together, and it, it, it worked out great. Um, and I, then how many, um, how many books did you order in your first order? Um, I ordered about 350, and many people discouraged me from ordering such a large quantity, but if you order a larger quantity, the cost per book is lower. So um, the great thing about self-publishing, as opposed to going to um, a company and they're printing the book for you, and then they give you, you know, X amount of copies, they may give you, I don't know, maybe five copies of your book um, to sell, and then they, you know, sell the rest for you or they're there. You have to come back if you want additional copies. The great thing is that, and I took a risk by buying so many, but I knew that I had avenues in which to sell the books. So before I ordered so many, I knew that I could set up these certain events all throughout the area, and then I, you know, estimated, okay, I would sell X amount at this event, X amount at that event, and and actually it worked well for me. Um I've been um I've been pursuing the military um area. I've been holding a lot of events in on military facilities. Um uh, and so as a result of that, I have a lot of good customers. <laughs> people who come back and support me and they buy the book from me as well as the CD. Great. And so did you go have you I I I think you published about a year ago, right? Yeah. And have you gotten through that first order of three fifty? Have you placed the second order? Yes. Would you order a different I've, amount? Um, or? 
I've done I've got gotten through the first order and that was a my major milestone. I've placed the second order and now I'm ordering the series as well. And so like I said, I've I finished the second book and that'll be published around October, November, and that'll be my poetry collection there. That's I'm moving on to short stories and novels. <laughs> because Wow, that is so mm-hmm. impressive. Mm-hmm. That I'm, I, I, this is exactly what I want to do. I, I, I wanted to do the poetry. I knew I had to get it out, but I'm moving on to short stories because I'm really a, a storyteller. I have so many stories to tell and and to put in right now. I have a whole children books series that I'm planning to to write. Um, so I have so many. My, I feel like my cup is running over. I have so much to say and so much to write, and I shouldn't run out of any type of material. I mean, so I'm that I don't is, do it all. Um, so the next question then that I have for you has to do with there. I talk about this. Um, I call it your your porch moment, but the moment mm-hmm. you're holding your book in your hands for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, can you tell me about that moment? When was the first time you held your book, and how did that feel? First time was when I um, I got uh, a draft copy from the printer, and mm-hmm. I mean that was I'm, I'm I think I may have jumped <laughs> when I saw that. <laughs> I was so excited. But, I mean, to just to see what you envision in your head um, on paper, the fonts were of the color of the book, um, what I had selected, uh, the way the colors and the images, you know, um, moved together. It was almost perfect, exactly what the way I wanted it. And so it was just really exciting. Even more exciting was the first time I sold my first, you know, my first copy. The first copy I sold was even more exciting. But just to see um, that vision and that dream, and then the book be called My Dream, it, you know. Well, and t- so tell me about the first time you sold your book. I never asked people about that one. That's kind of an interesting moment. Mhm. The first the first book that I sold was to a friend of my husband's, um, and I asked him to read it, review it, and send me his comments because I wanted to know, you know, if he liked it or not. And he bought it, came back, said nothing, and said he wanted ten more copies. I mean, he didn't he didn't say he liked it. He didn't say he didn't like it, but he said I want ten more copies. And he mm-hmm. distributed the ten copies. And then after that, he came back and he says. My mother, my sister, my cousins love this book. <laughs> well, I think one of the lessons people can take from you, and I think it's even harder sometimes with poetry, um, but is to be so, I mean, that's brave, is to be so brave and to ask for reviews and put people, put your book in people's hands, even if you're, you know, putting your book in the president's hands, you know, whoever, whoever it is. Um, I think being being able to put yourself out there and be willing to hear, like, especially the worst book I've ever read in my entire life, and know that you'd still be fine if that's what he came back and said. And instead he said, give me ten copies of the book, which, you know, had to sound pretty sweet. Yes. Um, I, I wanted positive and negative feedback because I can only learn from that. And it wasn't going to, to disturb, discourage me because I was determined to move forward. But, uh, yes, the thing about poetry is it's difficult um, as opposed to, you know, fiction and nonfiction to um, to sell, to be quite honest. Uh, poetry yeah. is a whole different area. So you really have to put yourself out there with poetry in particular. Um, I've had some 
um, agents say to me that, you know, they don't review poetry. Um, if you have a nonfiction story or a fiction story, yeah, sure, send it forward. But, you know, we're not reviewing poetry at this point in time. Those things don't discourage me because I know my book and the poems will get out there. I know that. And so maybe one avenue doesn't work, you choose another. That is, that's just a fantastic energy. What is, um, and I know you've told us a lot of great um, yeses that you've gotten, but I know behind those yeses are plenty of no's and ignored letters and ignored emails and, you know, you don't, you don't get the few good comments by sitting back and, you know, getting lucky and winning the lottery every time. So what would you say is the best thing that's come out of having your own book? Um, it, it's great to see a dream come true, that you're living a dream. Um, as I said before, I didn't live my dream, and now I am. And what's even more important is when people read my book and they come back and they say they really liked it or they can identify with it, something, one of the poems touched them. I had a, um, a lady in particular who I did not know. Her husband bought the book. She read it. I have a poem in here about Army wives, and she's an Army wife, well, she's a military wife. And she read the book, and next thing I knew, knew she was ordering 25 copies of it, and I did not know her. And so when someone says to me they a, a poem in the book has touched them and really helped them um, in particular, she was going through a tough time, she said, in one of my poems, that poem, Army Wife, she identified with right away, and she it helped her um, in a positive way. So that that's great to hear. Um, but you're right, you, there's always a downside. Um, everybody doesn't like, won't support you, and everybody's not going to be as enthusiastic as you are. But that's okay. You expect that. You don't, you know, you don't absorb it. You just continue to, to go uh, in in a positive direction. Try to stay positive at all times and, and keep a very positive attitude. I think that that will move you forward. And so, you know, I know there's people, and I've, I've heard them who say they don't like poetry. I've I've had several people say, you know, I, I don't particularly care for poetry. And, you know, my response to that, I say, okay, well, when you read, read this book, you will like my book. You know, okay, you don't like poetry, but all my poems rhyme. <laughs> you know, some people say, well, I don't want to read poetry because it doesn't rhyme and I don't understand the story and the message and all that. And I said, well, you know, there's a place for that. Um, but my book, every poem rhymes. There's a message behind it, and I, I know you'll be touched in some way. And so, yes, the, the negative is there, and I don't emphasize the negative. I, I emphasize the positive because that's a given. It's going to be there. You're always going to have people um, that may not like what you're doing. You're going to get rejection letters. You're going to get um, publishers that may not want to publish your work, but that's okay. That doesn't mean you should stop. That means you should continue forward even more because your work was meant to be heard. Don't just put it on a shelf and feel rejected. Go forward with it. And so I emphasize the positive. And yeah, I, well, Sharon, I think that is the best advice for any new author to get through the from the I want to write a book so they're holding their book in their hands. I think mm -hmm. emphasizing the positive, the the clarity that you have of your vision 
Mm -hmm. is exactly what's required to get a project that's really a marathon, right? It's not just like you can have the idea and it's finished later that afternoon. So um, to get through something like that, that clarity of vision, that positive attitude and being able to see the positive things more loud, you know, more in brighter color than the negative things. Ah, Some people aren't going to like it. Let's move on to the next person. And um, I just think you've done that so beautifully. And so many people would say to me, like, oh, I don't have something that's as easy to market as a how-to book or a self-help book or a business book, and there's nothing harder than marketing poetry. And I I just think you've really done a a beautiful job, and it's a great lesson and inspiration for all of our listeners. So I would encourage them all to go to um, S as in Sharon, ClarksonBooks.com. Can they buy a copy of your book there? Absolutely. Uh, They can purchase a copy by credit card by calling 1-800-431-1579. That's 1-800-431-1579. Well, I would encourage everybody to go get a copy of your book because there is nothing you need more of when you're writing a book than inspiration. So um, thank you so much for your time today um, and for for being a part of Book Journeys Radio and really sharing with us so openly and honestly your book journey. Thank you, Angel. Uh, We will be back next week with Daryl Notch. Daryl is the author of Mastering a Healthy Self-Image, the guidebook to real happiness and enormous success. So I hope you will join us for our conversation with Daryl. And for today, Sharon, thank you for joining us. Everybody, have a good week. Thanks again. Thank you. Yesterday, I overbegin, the rest is still unreturned.